let's talk about pricing now this one discussion that is never really quite had in the industry and not only in the marketing industry as well as you know in other industry people don't like to talk a lot about prices how do you actually price your services how do you actually price uh, uh your clients etc and it's an information that you know if you go online it's pretty vague in terms of the kind of information you can find not many websites include their pricing on their websites including our own website we don't include that on the website for various reasons everyone has their own various reasons why they don't include pricing on or have a pricing page on the website but let's talk a bit about you know pricing your pay-per-click services now how do you price for ppc what kind of structures because the different ways you can price for uh, PPC or you can structure your pricing for PPC but in today's episode we are going now to talk about you know some of the ways you can go about pricing your uh, PPC services and maybe you can find the best way that works for you we might go through some pros and cons of different ways of pricing your PPC services stick around see you in a few seconds Hey guys and welcome back to yet another episode on the marketing podcast digital marketing tips and insights episode 224 now like i mentioned in the intro we're going to talk about pricing especially for ppc services pay-per-click how do you actually charge for your google ads or your facebook ads how do you charge your clients how do you structure your payments what are sort of like the industry norms that you should know about or you should follow um and when it comes to ppc it's quite uh you know different agencies do it differently right based on different reasons and there's no sort of like right and wrong way there's obviously a wrong way to go about things but uh essentially pretty much depends on how you structure or how your agency is set up or how you as a freelancer would like to work and what works best between you and the clients because you won't always want to create a win-win situation in that uh, you get paid for your services and for the value that you bring to the client and also the clients you know gets to have you know what they paid for and that is the value that you give them that is equivalent to the money that they pay you right and some of the way people charge you know there's the way there's the route of you know going for a standard pricing where maybe you can charge like five hundred dollars uh, on a monthly retainer to run let's say five to ten ads um and then maybe a thousand dollars still on a monthly retainer you know uh, to run maybe 10 to 15 ads so sort of like in a tier system uh kind of way so there's that you can work you know with that kind of a monthly retainer there are other people who like to charge based on ad spend which is you know percentage of ad spend meaning that you might charge let's say 10% of ad spend or 15% of ad spend. So let's say if a client wants to spend monthly or let's say uh, within their project, let's say they have a you know an ad budget of around $10,000 that they would like to spend in the next three to you know five months, for example, let's say if it's a small and medium-sized um, enterprise. Uh, and maybe you're changing them like 10%, so that equates to, you know, 
receiving a thousand euros so that will be a thousand euros plus you know the ten thousand euros or some will not deduct that for you know from the ad budget etc uh depends on how you want to structure it it's not really relevant the relevant thing is that you have a structure in place that sort of like creates a win-win situation for both of you so we've talked about you know having a sort of like a tiered monthly retainer uh we've talked also about um you know percentage of ad spend etc and you know some people like like to go simply with a fixed price uh regardless of how many ads you know they're running they charge let's say 500 for everything and all of that but you also have to look you know at the well-being of uh the agency or of yourself you know how much work is actually involved in terms of setting up the ppc campaign how much you know work is involved in, in in terms of you know doing research because anytime you're setting up any ppc campaign now obviously you have to speak to the owner of the business and understand you know exactly what they're looking for what kind of clients they're looking for and what kind of products or services are they selling and who are they selling it to so you need to obviously understand who their target avatar is or their target client is and the second thing will sort of like now to look out for you know your competitors what are your competitors doing in terms of those who are running similar ads to yours or selling similar services or products to the ones that your clients are selling what kind of ads are they running how do they actually structure your ads so that you can sort of have an idea of what's really going on in the industry and you can sort of like reverse engineer what your competitors are doing so that you come up with also your own you know strategy on how you will set up that specific ppc campaign or project now one of the tools that you can use is spyfoo.com it's one of the tools i also use so you can sort of check how many people are actually you know running ads for a specific product for specific services who your competitors are what their ad budget looks like now it's usually a simple estimate on you know how much ad budget they have because it's not like spyfu has an exact you know um, access to uh google you know a you know ads api and they can actually see you know what, how much people are spending they don't have that kind of access but they look at you know where people's ads are ranking how much you know those keywords that they're ranking for cost per click etc and how much you know traffic they get from that so they sort of like aggregate that to find sort of like a budget estimate on how much you know they're spending in terms of their google ads budget and that can simply give you an overview of how much your competitors are spending now having a huge ad budget alone uh doesn't guarantee you that you know you will rank or your ad will rank you know on page one on google etc there are other things that you know google looks out for like relevance you know the landing page that you're sending your people to how your ad is structured and all of that you know a lot to do with the user experience in terms of your ad and then you know they look at your ad budget who's actually you know bidding more for certain keywords and all of that etc uh but one of the things you know i see a lot and you know it's one of the things i've also experienced by the way is sometimes charging too low uh one of the things that you want you to understand is that when you're trying to price any kind of ppc now this is how my take on it and this is how i look at it uh the way you price your you know ppc campaign for any kind of client should be actually different uh for different industries and reason why i say this is let's say for example you're doing ppc for let's say a retail store maybe a shopify store uh they're doing e-commerce etc selling different kind of products maybe um furniture or uh home decor or you know clothing and apparel and such stuff usually when you run such ads it's okay to have sort of like a monthly retainer or a specific you know percentage of ad spend that you charge them etc 
because these are clients you know customers that you know you will send to the website they'll buy let's say a piece of furniture or they buy you know a piece of clothing a trouser watch etc and they might come back and buy from them but not really necessarily and if you look at example like uh, let's say in the insurance industry now if you're running now insurance keywords tend to be expensive now obviously you need you know a proper sized budget when you're when you're running any form of you know insurance based campaign uh one of the things that when you bring a client to an insurance company one of the things you need to understand let's say you're running an ad and let's say the cost of acquisition of any insurance client is let's say 12 dollars right so you're actually spending around 12 dollars to actually convert one client so that's your cost of acquisition and let's say per month they pay a hundred dollar in terms of premium you could be running you know maybe an auto insurance renters insurance condo insurance um home insurance etc health insurance whatever it might be and let's say they are you know their monthly premium is a hundred dollars and the cost of acquisition is twelve dollars right uh, so the client is actually getting around, you know, $88 in terms of, um, you know, gross profit, if you like to call it. Obviously, you know, there's some things that will be deducted from that, you know, you know, the amount that they're actually paying you. Because, you know, $12 is simply the cost of acquisition on Google Ads. And then, you know, there's, you know, the fraction amount that you actually get paid uh, for running those ads. Or they actually the cost they incur, you know, of hiring an agency or, you know, hiring a... Um, uh, a, a freelance or next you know ppc expert etc consultant whatever it might be but if you think about it this way now you might think that you know yeah maybe i should not charge more than a thousand dollars for my ppc services but one of the things that you need to look out for and this kind of a tip uh is always look at you know the lifetime value of the clients that you bring into um to your clients now, going back to the insurance example, if you bring a client, cost of acquisition is $12 per, you know, per client and, you know, premium that they end up paying for monthly premium is $100. So in a year, how much do they actually spend? That's $100. Multiply that by 12, that comes around to $1,200, right? And when you're talking about lifetime value, think about it this way. How often do people actually change or switch their insurance covers? Not really that often, right? You people, you know, you might end up sticking to the same insurance company or insurance cover for two, three, four, even five years, right? So that's sort of like the lifetime value of that customer to that client. And that's some of the things that you know you you might want to consider in terms of your pricing. So you don't necessarily end up underpricing yourself because you know you're bringing you you're bringing value. Let's say you're running this ad campaign and you're able to bring, let's say, 30 clients who sign up for the $100 um, a premium cover. That's around, you know, $3,000 per month in terms of premium for that insurance company, which 3000 you know, multiply it by 12. That comes up to around 36000 I mean, maths is correct, around $36,000 in a year. And let's say, you know, uh, eight, let's say 80% of them stick with them for the next five years. So you do the math, I believe that's more than 100,000, I'm not quite sure, but you kind of do the math and see what that figure brings up to. And that's why it justified itself, let's say, if you want to, you know, charge them 5,000 or 10,000 in terms of your ad services. Now, that obviously is purely based on your expertise. You actually have to bring value to them and actually bring to them, you know, the exact clients, you know, that they want, 
But if you believe you're good enough, always look, you know, look at the lifetime value of a customer in different industry when you're deciding on which pricing strategy to go to, whether you decide to go on a sort of like an ads, you know, percentage of ad spend, uh, inclusive maybe of, you know, a fixed management fee or an admin fee, whatever you might want to call it. Or you might want to go down, you know, the retainer route, etc. Whatever fits for you, always try to look also at the lifetime value of the customer that you bring in for different industry because, you know, everything is different. And the kind of value you bring to that company, you should actually get paid for that. Anyway, I hope this episode was able to give you some sort of understanding on how you can actually price yourself when it comes to pay-per-click services, which sort of tends to operate in a gray area because different agencies do it differently and I've seen different conversations on LinkedIn and arguments on Twitter, etc. On, on different platforms and people arguing how, you know, you should actually price and, you know, there are pros and cons for each. If you go, let's say, for example, the route of charging percentage of ad budget, you know, there are people who will say, yeah, but that can sort of like, you know, pushes the agency to sort of like push uh, the client to add more budget to spend so that the agency actually gets more, which is kind of a wrong way to go about things. You only want to add uh, add budget if they're if it's quite necessary for the client and if you're actually already getting results and you want to push that, uh, you know, add performance even further or bid even higher for, you know, certain keywords and, and all of that, you know. So there are pros and cons for each of them, um, you know, try to figure out what works best for you. But this episode was simply to give you an understanding on how you might want to go about when it comes to pricing your PPC services. Anyway, if you have any questions, reach out to me on social media or you can actually send me an email, Augustine at savoidigital.io. But until then, see you guys on the next episode.